You're listening to the Gospel Project for Adults Weekly Leader Training, helping you guide your group through its study of the storyline of Scripture. Hey there, thanks for joining us for the weekly leader training for the Gospel Project for Adults. I'm Aaron Armstrong, and with me this week is Ken Braddy. Uh, today we are looking at Unit 30, Session 3, Experiencing New Identity in Jesus. So, in this session, we are looking at Colossians 3, and in this, in this, uh, the Apostle Paul taught believers to remember their identity in Christ. He framed this idea with the imagery of clothing. So every person born into the world except Jesus was born wearing a sinful nature, and their words and their actions are consistent with that nature. But those who have come to faith in Christ have put off this old self and put on the new self, which which increasingly resembles the life of Jesus. So in keeping with this uh, new set of clothing, believers are to put to death the sinful desires of this earth and put on the characteristics of Christ by setting our minds on him. So, uh, Ken, what would you say is the most important takeaway from this? You know, uh, another great session here in the Gospel Project, and uh, Aaron, I think it's, I think the big important takeaway is that uh, God gives those of us who trust in Christ a, a new identity, as you've already mentioned, and he calls on us to put away that old behavior, that old self, and to put on uh, the new character, the new self, uh, the, you know, the, the character and the person of Christ, and to look and act like Jesus. And it's not automatic. It's something that we have to make a conscious effort to do. Now, thankfully, we have the spirit living in us to empower and to help, but uh, we still have to decide, you know, that we're going to do this and look like our our Lord. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so what would you say is a, a challenge or an issue that might come up? You know, uh, as, I, as I teach my group, you know, as we go through these uh, podcast sessions, I'm trying to picture you know, my group. It's a group of about 15, 16 adults. And, uh, and what, what would they have, you know, what questions would they have? What would they say as we go through this? And I, I think that one thing we would deal with is that I can see a member of our group asking, you know, okay, so if our new nature in Christ is so much better, you know, than our old nature, and if Jesus is so much more powerful than, you know, he who used to be in me, you know, the devil, uh, who, you know, influencing me, why do believers not act more like Jesus today? You know, why uh, is the divorce rate uh, inside Christianity about the same as the divorce rate you know, outside Christianity, you know, why do we are sometimes why are we or our churches known as places, you know, that bicker and fight and all that? Mm-hmm. Why aren't we better? And so I think, oh, I mean, why, why do the lifestyles of Christians, you know, just often resemble the lifestyles of unbelievers if we have this uh, incredible power in us and this new self, this new identity in Christ? So I think that probably would come up in my group. Yeah, definitely. Well, and, and I think, um, you know, what I, you know, as I was reviewing the session, what I saw as potentially the biggest challenge might actually be where all of that stems from as well, which is um, thinking about the order of Paul's argument in the passage. Um, we are so prone to jumping straight to putting uh, putting to death the deeds of the flesh and putting on the work of the Spirit. Um, you know, so basically, let's just jump to the work that we're that we're called to but we miss set our minds on the things above so we miss 
remembering who we are, starting the starting point of remembering who we are in Christ, focusing on him. And if we miss that, if we don't start there, it's a lost cause. We yes. have to know who we are in Christ. That doesn't mean that we are expecting perfection here by any means, because none of us are going to be perfect this side of eternity. But what it does mean is that we uh, that we know to the best of our ability who that we are redeemed, that we are loved, that we are a child of God because of Christ's work on the cross. And that's what we need before we can change our behavior. Yeah, great, great word right there. Good encouragement, Aaron. All right. So speaking of encouragement, uh, what is an encouragement that, that you'd have for, for our leaders, Ken? You know, I would I would focus my group's attention on something that's on page 14, and it's that new identity of the believer section uh, that's there. And I think I'd help our group members understand that they are no longer defined by their sinful past. All's forgiven. You know, I saw a commercial just like two nights ago, uh, and it was a, a, a commercial with a lady uh, confessing that she had had an abortion and found forgiveness in Christ. And uh, she was a political commercial. She was, you know, uh, speaking up for a, a pro-life candidate. But I know that uh, that there are people in our groups, and, and Aaron, maybe you, know, you and I included, right? That sometimes you know we we think backwards and we think about our past, and sometimes feel, you know, does that you know maybe that disqualifies me from doing things for the Lord today? Can he can he really forgive everything that you know is a part of that? And so I think that we need to remind our folks that, yes, you know, when we come to Christ, we really are this new thing, this new creation. The old is gone, the new has come. And uh, also to acknowledge, you know, that our, our group members may be kind of slow to believe and accept that reality. You know, it may take them a while to, to be able to uh, put to death, you know, those things of the past. They, they may have regret that they live with for past mistakes and sins. And it's just going to take them a while to embrace the reality that uh, that there was this instantaneous change, you know, when they accepted Christ and their sins were forgiven, separated as far as east is from west. And now they're a child, you know, son or a daughter of the king, those type things. And, and we have to realize that some of them are still living with hurt, you know, from the past. As we talk about this, this truth, you know, of them being new, uh, they may not feel new. Does that make sense? Absolutely, it does. Absolutely. And and man, that is uh, that is so difficult for us that that whole idea of being being new but not feeling new and still recognizing that we are new. <laughs> um, yes. Yeah. I. You know, it's it's something that we're all going to wrestle with, and this is the thing that honestly, I wish someone had told me when I was a new when I was a brand new believer was that that's going to be something that you just carry with you. <laughs> right. You know? Yes, and, yes, uh, and continually have to believe. I think you know by faith. You know that I may not feel it, but the Bible says it, mm -hmm. and so I'm going to trust the Scripture. I'm going to trust God, and I'm going to believe that I am this new creation, and that I am acceptable, and that I am in God's forever family. Yeah, and that He does have uh, this new nature now that that lives in me, and the Holy Spirit empowers me mm -hmm. to not be that same person. And so, you know, again, I may not feel it, but I'm going to faith it. For sure, for sure. And and I think in that, um, you know, in that same spirit, um, I think that's why it's so important that you you're that we're we're talking about this in the context of, you know, of community. 
um, because your your class, like your uh, Sunday school class or your small group, uh, this is an opportunity for for people to as well remind one another of how they see that new identity playing out in one another's lives. So not you yourself saying, hey, this is how I see God at work in me, but um, for someone to say to you, this is how I see God at work. This is how I see um, you living in light of your of your identity in Christ. That is a powerful thing, and it it helps grow that faith. So, so Ken, I think that's probably a good place for us to wrap this this up. Um, so, okay. uh, thanks for chatting about this session, um, and uh, thank you all for listening to this week's leader training for the Gospel Project for Adults. For more resources to help you guide your group through this session, visit gospelproject.com.